0: yeah, your daughter needs to see you do that because she needs to know that she should do it too. When she's older, If she's a mom or if she's taking care of people. Yeah. So if you are not kind to yourself, I promise you actions are caught, not taught. You're literally showing people how they should treat you and how they should treat themselves. And so, if everybody was like a little kinder to themselves, you might even think you're a very kind person, but if I actually printed out like your transcript of your brain, I bet you it was not so nice. But if you're kinder to you, it's so much easier to be kinder to other people because you're not resenting how much kindness you're spreading. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the be it till you see it interview recap where my co-host and life, Brad and I are going to talk. We're going to dig into the cheerful conversation I had with Natasha Khalil in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and get cheered up over on the other episode. And then come back and listen to how we decide this episode's Super
1: cheerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So it has been a couple of weeks, but we are excited to announce that we actually hired a few people for our team.
1: Yeah, we did. So, um, and which is like amazing, terrifying, exciting, all the things all rolled into one. Yeah. It's all those things rolled into one. And I think that's like
0: everything, like everything is exciting. And then there's also like the other side of it. So, um, Lindsay, my executive assistant of four years, she's having a baby or had a baby at this point. And yep. she and her husband decided that she was going to be able to stay at home, just be a mom. Yeah. Indefinitely. And so that was so exciting for her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so, I was so super excited sad for, for us.
0: I was like, so I like, was so excited for you with tears going down my face. And she had tears going down her face, which just means, you know, anyways, that's how life goes. So, uh, we're so happy for her. And it allowed us to put out a job posting. And honestly, I feel like this is the first time we've ever like done anything like this. Yeah. And we, um one of the girls I ended up talking to for a different reason uh, for OPC membership. And I was like, this girl would be a great assistant for Brad. And he, w- and he was like, why am I going to have an assistant do? And my assistant was like, read your email. That's what you're going to have to start with. Anyways, because of this big change in our business, it actually made us interview several people. And we're like, we love all these people for different reasons. Yep. So Sam, Paul is our, is my new executive assistant. And I really love her and she's local. I've never had an assistant on the same time zone as me.
1: Yeah. Or the same, anything I like know. she's in the same city.
0: She's in the same city. Should we go to the same people? Yeah. We know all the same things. So that's fun. And Brad has an assistant.
1: Yeah. Tika uh, joined the team. And, um, she doesn't live in Las Vegas, but that's okay. We are in the same time zone, at least she's in Southern California. Um, and, um, that it's, it's actually, um, uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to have, um, someone that I can kind of powwow, uh, priorities with and just talk through different situations and then also, um, ask her to handle, uh, some of the things that, you know, normally I've try to get to, but I might not actually get to. Um, so that's been really, it's, it's new, it's new. So it's good.
0: I'm excited for you. Okay. Be it listeners. I have a special treat for you this April 30th, Mindy Westfall. She has got a workout and a workshop for us. Mindy, what do you have for us? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yes. We're going to do some jump boards, so we're going to get really creative, have props and have a lot of fun. So you've got to join us, get the workshop you can do the workout you can do both whatever you need for yourself or for your classes it's a great thing to check out yeah this is something that you can do for yourself and then you can also learn more for those who are teachers for your classes or my personal pilates lovers who have your own jump board the workshop is still for you because it's taught so that it's for your own experience for your own body and that's really fun and when you do the workshop you get to hang out afterwards for the live q a and ask mindy anything Oh my gosh, so exciting. I love that part. You get to ask all the questions that you have. Amazing. So, if you buy early, everyone, you can actually save. You can get bonuses and discounts. So, make sure you check those out at onlinepilatesclasses.com. And then we brought on this amazing woman named Camila, and she's in Texas, and she has actually been following our videos for a really long time, and she is super awesome and loves Pilates and loves what we do. And she is helping us with our flashcard sales, which is really exciting because those cards need to be in every shelf. Everywhere. I wanna go they to every to be shelf. I wanna see them in every bookstore. Thank I wanna you. see them at every shop because especially those matte ones, everybody needs these cards. Like everybody, you, if you're listening to this and you don't have my cards, you need my cards.
1: Need my cards. Yeah, so basically uh, this, this rolls right into the, uh, the listener question. And that's kind of why we started talking about uh, the new team Someone asked, I heard that those cards are available for wholesale. How does that work? And um, How does that work? How does that work? So actually, we brought on Camila to focus on exactly that. And if if you are interested, if it's interesting to you to have these cards in your, whether you have a studio or like you have a shop or any of that kind of stuff. Your friend
0: has a shop. And also like, hello, UK, Europe. I have so many clients for you. So yeah. basically, when you're a wholesaler, you get to buy them at a different price. than we sell them retail. Then you sell them retail and you make the profit, which is really fun for you. And the truth is, because these cards can be shipped all over the world, the shipping isn't, is sometimes more than the cards. But if somebody buys them wholesale, the shipping is actually much cheaper when you buy in bulk. And then you get to resell them to your people or we'll send you people because I send our Australian, Canadian dealers, clients all the time.
1: Yep. In New Zealand, same, same story. So, you know, anyway, we, uh, there will be a link in the show notes if you are interested in connecting with Camila uh, and you can actually just fill out your information and then the two of you can hop on a call and figure out how does all this work, um, you know, to actually wholesale the flashcards. And uh, when this uh, will, we will have, well, the Matt and the reformer flashcards are out and then we are very close um, for the Cadillac. Yeah,
0: you could pre-order the Cadillac if you yep. were wholesaling. We have, we yes. Yeah, so those are those are all happening, and they should be in a store that you have or in near you. So if you know someone, also send them
1: to Camila. Yes, Anyways, I love it. Yeah, it's cool. a great
0: question. Thanks for asking that, and welcome to the team, y'all. I, I, it is like so crazy. It is so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like. I was going through, right, I was going, I was training Sam and I was like, here, let's go through the people on the team. So, you know, like who does what? And then I was going through and there was like five names. I'm like, I actually don't know who these people are. Um, that's a little embarrassing on your first call with your new boss. I'm going to assume we just, they must do our taxes, all the taxes, taxes, taxes. (laughs) I just gave everyone the the tax job. We have
1: 35 accountants what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But at <laughs> any rate, like we have some incredible people that have joined this family and people stay a really long time and I'm really proud of us for that. I'm proud of the family that we build and the team yeah. we build and like the mission we're all working towards. And um it is really cool to have people want to be part and support that mission. And yeah. I'm excited excited for you. You might be at inbox only three thousand I... <laughs> instead of thirty seven thousand giving me a heart attack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good things. It's already begun to change. So that's that's Kind of actually amazing um, uh, as well. All right,
0: loves, I want you to be listening in. If you are a teacher or a studio owner, I want you at my house. You may have heard that we had an incredible business retreat here in Las Vegas in March, and it was beyond incredible and the wins i've been hearing out of our retreaters since they left it's only been a month is out of this world insane so amazing and so if you are feeling like you're in monotony mode that you are stuck that you're just continuing to be in this hamster wheel and nothing is actually going or you actually don't even know where to go next i want you here okay i want you in the community i want you in the container i want to hug you and also help you with your business and brad's here we've got monica from girl squad and her whole team here to do photos and some amazing adventures in between. So do not wait. You will definitely want to be at our fall retreat. It's October 5th, the 9th. We're already one third sold out at the time that I'm recording this. So come on, join us at ProfitablePilates.com slash retreat, ProfitablePilates.com slash retreat.
1: We'll see you in Las Vegas. Okay, let's talk about Natasha Khalil. Yeah! A mother, occupational therapist, and self-starter who combined her expertise to specialize in in prenatal and postpartum health, Natasha is now the owner of Fit Mama Santa Barbara, helping women embrace their strength and feel strong, uh, confident, uh, feel confident in their own skin.
0: You know what? I just realized we're going to have two Santa Barbara ladies on around the same time. Oh, so, yeah. We have so another cool. Santa Barbara lady coming up. It was amazing. So um,
1: I love that. Yeah. Well, one, one thing right out of the gate that I thought was really cool was her brief. I'm, I'm just inserting my own talking point here. I'm off that script, everybody.
0: Uh, we um, rarely stick to this yeah
1: i know it's uh it's just a guideline you know life life lives
0: we're having a good time time. (laughs) get out of my brain
1: um so she said an occupational therapist as opposed to a physical therapist and i thought i thought wow i i didn't even know i've heard of them i heard them but i don't think i ever really thought like oh what what is the difference until really it was pointed out?
0: I really thought it was like a therapist who went to your work. Like they-
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, I. so the way she described it was that an occupational therapist considers your environment that you're in. Yeah. Right. So it's not just like, what's wrong with the muscle that's in your shoulder or whatever, but, you know, um, do you have to, uh, you know, lift your plates down from the top shelf and use that shoulder? Like they, they help you uh, uh, in a, in reshape the environment that you're in in addition to or focusing on your body
0: yeah and so like you know you you could maybe maybe there's your lower back hurts because you keep reaching up on this one shelf and so you know they you'd be if you were just going to a fair ther- like a physical therapist they would just work on your back and right. you would keep reaching up that top shelf and then the occupational therapy like oh why are your plates there Maybe we should put your plates over here, yeah, you know, or let's get you a stepladder, or let's strengthen this connection so that you can reach those plates, because yeah. maybe or have-
1: call your um your your growing fourteen year old and be like, "Get the plates instead of me,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um yeah, I think it's I think it's so cool we keep learning about different people, like there's so many jobs out there, so many things you can be in this planet, but um, I think it's really cool. I think there should be more people thinking holistically about everything that you're doing because it's yeah. really difficult. And I mean, like just that leads into what I love, which is like determining realistic goals based on your situation. You know, I just did a talk, um, the time of recording this where about habits and I was in Boulder city, I was about habits. And I was like, who here has like a, like a thing that they're wanting to do. And everyone raised their hand. And I'm like, okay, so on a scale of one to 10, raise your hand. If your ability to do that is above a seven. down.
1: No one raised their hand. No,
0: because I said, yeah, because everybody wants to do something that's bigger than they can do. But your goal actually has to be something that you actually have a chance of doing. It should be a little bit of a stretch. And so this one girl, she said, I want to be a morning person. And I said, wow, that's amazing. What does a morning person do in your opinion? And she said, oh, okay. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to sit and meditate and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to like take in like the morning. I'm just going to like ease into it. And I'm like, wow, how much time do you think that is? She's like, I think two to three hours. I said, okay, wow. If I, if I said, set your alarm three hours early tomorrow, could you do it? And she goes like, oh no. And I'm like, that can't. So the goal of being a morning person is not realistic, but the goal of maybe getting up and going for a walk. Right. It, how much time do you want to go for a walk? She's like 20 minutes. I said, okay, so if I ask, so you to get 20 a, minutes, 20 realistic. minutes. Yeah. So like really, if it's really important, I think a lot of us set ourselves up for failure from the get-go with our goals because we do that. Then it's like one more thing we didn't do, but it's like, if we actually set a realistic goal, we can achieve that. Oh, that means you'll get excited. and You'll celebrate. I've seen the theme here this month. And then you can set the next goal and you'll be, you'll feel stronger and more confident going into it.
1: Right. Wow, that's, yeah, I, I think that the the three-hour thing could still be a goal, but a long-term goal, right? Mm-hmm. That's like something you can do in six months to a year. But what smaller, you know, bites can you take out of that goal to get there, Yeah, right? So the 20 minutes, now that that seems achievable. And actually it's, it's, it is achievable and you can then celebrate that and that can be a win. And then you maintain that win for a while and then maybe you get up, 40 minutes earlier, you know, instead of only 20 minutes earlier, right? So that you can add the meditation in as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and also you just get, you get used to it. You are, there's less like grogginess. You get, into, it's just easier to set more realistic goals based on the situation you're in right now. Mm. You know, when I had a broken leg, I couldn't go, okay, when my leg is like, I can't go, okay, I'm going to start running that's not a realistic goal. I could want to run. I could, you know, but I have to understand that like my leg wasn't allowed to have weight on it. Sure. So what were some fitness goals I could do at that time? So just being honest with yourself. And and so you're, you're not resentful of the situation you're in. Instead, you're actually seeing what is
1: possible. Well, you definitely, um, uh, have, have just strayed into my territory of what I really loved. I Uh, like to dabble. Yeah. Natasha said that, uh, Uh, there was major changes uh, that she didn't expect um, when, after she had her baby. I mean, she knew obviously there would be changes, right? But she said mentally and physically, she had made the assumption that she would just like get back on the horse afterwards and like be good to go. And then realize that's not feasible to just like jump back to a hundred percent. She had to work her way back up. Now it's pretty funny because we just had a really great conversation about running uh, in uh-oh. two episodes ago yeah a couple pods back and uh um the the idea of uh, of changes from postpartum i'm gonna make the parallel to an starting anew or having an injury just like you were talking about with your knee and you know when you uh, she actually mentioned an injury as well so like if you were playing football all the time and then you know, you hurt your back really bad, um, you know, you're not going to be able to get back out there and just go full steam again, just like you used to. You got to work your way back up to it. And when you were talking about running, um, you you mentioned that every uh, because it's Vegas and it gets like insanely hot here, you actually stop running for months yeah. every year. Yeah. Right. And then when you start again, you can't just like run four miles. It doesn't happen. Right. No. So you got to actually, uh you said you are picking an incremental point, just like we were just talking about realistic goals, okay, so that incremental uh point is is like uh only maybe six blocks, maybe that's like a half a mile or mm-hmm. something, you know, so okay, so I'm gonna run half a mile and then I'm gonna walk the remaining path, yeah, you know, and then maybe a month later you can add another half mile to it, yeah, and now you're running a mile, and then you're walking you know two or three miles after that, and then slowly you're increasing your uh, amount so that you can get back to yeah. full speed.
0: And they, just so you know, the increase is compounding because typically you would only should increase your distance in your cardio about 10% a week. So 10% does not go long a lot that first week if you're only doing six blocks. But right. then the second week, now that 10% is compounded, right? So, and by the way, Uh, we're not saying that if you're postpartum, that that is like the same as an injury. It's not, but like, it is a transition in your life and in your body. And I do like that. She brought up mentally and physically, because I think whether or not you will ever be postpartum, that's not, you know, in my cards, but I would, I, I think we assume that when something happens, it either happens physically to us or mentally to us, but the two are very interconnected. All right, so cool. We love you, Natasha. Okay, be it action items. Finally,
1: <laughs> just stand my thunder. Yeah.
0: I you finally. Go script. I'm let's gonna go talk and about the it be
1: action it action items that you had. All right, all right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items that you have with Natasha Khalil. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with her?
0: Are you gonna jump in? Are you want me to jump in?
1: I'm gonna jump in. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm jumping in because I picked two.
0: I see that. I can see. I was like, um,
1: what? Um, the, you
0: started off script today. You just were like, I'm just I'm like. taking over. If anyone knows the four tendencies, such a yeah. rebel here. Such a
1: Brad's rebel. Cactus Show. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. we're not talking about that no, right now. Okay, no, no. okay, no. So first off, I thought this was hilarious because apparently this is something you do too. Uh, Natasha said, you know, when she sits down to do her to-do list, she actually writes down all the things she already did that were like floating around in her head. And then she writes them down and immediately checks them all off. And she's yeah. like, look at all these wins I just had. Look at,
0: I mean, oh my God. Hello. I'm a recovering overachiever over here. So like, I do it, especially on the days where like I didn't check off. At others, I'm like, you know what? I also did though. I did all of these. I I drank my greens juice. I I made the coffee. I <laughs> I fed the dogs. I like things that like I just put them on there. They're not on the to do list because I just do them. But if I if I'm needing a little extra oomph in my celebration, a little boost, yeah. yeah.
1: So I thought that was really funny. Um, and I I mean. Why not? You know, because it allows you to kind of evaluate what you did this morning or that day or that week or whatever. And, and again, celebration is key, right? So checking those things off is like a microdose of, of uh, uh, I don't know what is happening in your brain exactly, but you're microdosing. You yeah, know? So
0: microdosing dopamine. That's yeah, what you're
1: doing. All those things. And, uh, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's very valuable. Uh, so the, the actual thing I picked was setting a timer. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, you definitely mentioned, oh, Brad's going to love this one because you're right. I actually love the idea of, I'm like semi-competitive, competitive when, uh, counts, but my, um,
0: he is I, not competitive I, at the gym.
1: I've given, I've given that up like a long, long time ago because I was so competitive that it would shut me down and I would literally burst into tears as like a 10 year old, 15 year old. I would, I would like, if we lost, it was like crushing for me. And then I, it was really hard to get back on the horse. So it took me a long time to let go of that intensity of competition. However, what I've found with this timer is that it becomes a little mini race for me, you know, of like, okay, I've got 30 minutes and I got 75 emails. How many can I get through in 30 minutes? Go. Right. And it keeps me focused because I have ADD, ADD, ADHD, I have all the D's, all of them. And if I know I have a timer, I got all the D's. <laughs> if I know I have a timer, uh, I actually, I'm conscious of that. It keeps me coming back to my emails because Stay what would focused. normally happen, yeah, is I go down this like crazy rabbit trail, you know, where I'm like a startup, like, oh, an email comes in. All oh, right, it makes me think of this thing. I got to do the thing. And then I'll just like, whoop, I'm no longer in my email. I am like down the path, right? And but having that timer in front of me, uh, counting down is like, how quickly can I get, like, maybe I, maybe that's a thing I need to put on my list to do tomorrow. And I'm just going to stay in my email and stay focused.
0: Yeah. I, you can set a timer for everything. I remember being a kid and my mom was like, okay, five minute pickup. And she'd set a timer and we would all be in the living room and the, the in five minutes, we'd see how much we could clean. And all if you have five people cleaning the living room in five minutes, it's clean. Yeah. It's over. It's done. And I, everyone's racing. And then it's like, okay, let's go into the kitchen, five minutes. And it's such a, fu- like, it is a little mini. I mean, my whole family's competitive, so there's that. <laughs> but um, I, and also this should be a timer you can see yeah. um, because it does keep you more focused. If it is on your phone, it is uh, likely that you will see another notification while you right. go to set your timer. So yeah, we, it,
1: we are proponents of the time cube and we'll time put a link cube. in the show notes for uh, the time cube. And we, we just love, like, I love it because it's, it's like, it's substantial. It's actually like a a cube that sits on my desk and it, you know, like boop, it blinks and beeps at me. Um, and the
0: beep is like, wait, how's it like, (laughs) it's really loud. You know what it sounds like? I know. I can't, I don't, well, I'm not like a, I'm not that guy from the cop show. What was that cop show? Um, from the eighties police Academy. There was this guy who could like make sounds with his voice and he can make it sound like a police siren. Anyways, it sounds like the chirping that your fire alarm, your smoke detector does at three in the morning when you're-
1: You're making it sound so appealing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> it makes you move. It makes you're you like, move. You like go click and you move on to the next thing. It's like, it's like pulls you out of the flow. It's great. Um, it's like a pop out. Okay, my biggest takeaway is be a little kinder to yourself.
1: Y'all. Love that.
0: You have to be kind to yourself. If you're not kind to yourself, especially my mamas and pops out there, I promise you, your kids. Mamas and no- the papas. Yeah, I promise you, your kids are noticing that you're not. Mm. I know this because
1: they might not even realize that they're noticing it, but they are.
0: So, um, so I mentioned in another episode that I spoke at um, in Boulder City about habits, and so there's like all these small business owners there. It was a very, it was really cool. It was a really cool thing, and uh, way to go, the Studio BC, because you guys rocked that. It was, you know, events like that are hard. But anyways, one of the um, moms there came up to me afterwards and she's like, thank you for your talk. My daughter was like, are you taking notes? You should be taking notes. Are you listening to what she's saying? You should be doing this. You need to be taking care of yourself. Wow. Of these things. And she said, I said, yeah, your daughter needs to see you do that because she needs to know that she should do it too. When she's older, if she's a mom or if she's taking care of people. Yeah. So if you are not kind to yourself, I promise you actions are caught, not taught. You're literally showing people how they should treat you and how they should treat themselves. And so if everybody was like a little kinder to themselves, you might even think you're a very kind person. But if I actually printed out like your transcript of your brain, I bet you was not so nice. But if you're kinder to you, it's so much easier to be kinder to other people because you're not resenting how much kindness you're spreading. Yeah. Because you gave some to you first. So
1: yeah, I think also it goes back to the changes from postpartum, mentally Mm -hmm. and physically. Like as you're getting back on the horse, be kind to yourself.
0: Yeah. Especially, oh my goodness. I, you know, I I hope that all the women having babies right now are living in a different time where like we have demystified that like you have a baby and then a week later you have your pre-baby body back. Um, right. I, I hope that we live in that time. That's not how it works. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. But I think, you know, like whether it's during your pregnancy or after, like goes back to realistic goals. Be kind to yourself, set goals that are realistic. That doesn't mean like it's not a goal just cause you can actually achieve it. It is like, that's a good thing. Go work on that and and, and and be kind to yourself and just with your expectations on on your body and what you can do. Like don't put 50 things in a day if you know you can only do 25.
1: So guilty of that.
0: You really are. So Brad, be a little kinder to yourself. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm Leslie Logan.
1: And I'm Brad Kroll.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm just so grateful for Natasha and women like her and what they do in this world. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by screenshotting this, putting the takeaway on that, and tagging Natasha and the Be It Pod so that we can also celebrate you and and, and, and cheer you on. We
1: actually will celebrate oh, with you, by I the way. I love celebrating like people. I freaking like, love celebrating like people. You can tag us and... We are humans. We are here.
0: All of our retreaters are tagging me and like they're like wins like they're doing. I'm like doing a rock right now. I'm doing my gemstones. I like did this. I got seven new clients and I'm like, this is so amazing. So I promise you, whether you're a stranger or someone I know, if you tag this podcast with your takeaways, I will encourage you. I will celebrate with you because I know how I know that's an extra step. I know that it's putting out into the ethers like this is what I'm going to do, which makes you be a little bit more accountable to it. But also I want to, I want to help you. I want to celebrate you being kind to yourself. So let us know, um, tag the pod and we'll catch you on the next episode until next time. Be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the be it till you see it podcast.